Anyway, hey, episode six of the Spoonful of Sugar podcast, we talked stuff. We talked a lot of stuff. We talked about lateral suffering. We talked about sugar's puckered little bunghole and her colonoscopy and various other things. Voting. If you're American, please, please, God, do whatever you can. Get out there. Vote for whoever you want, but just have a say in it. Get out there and do it. Please, please, God, from your weird Canadian neighbor, please go and have your say. I really, really want that for you people. I saw a gift today and it was a guy in his window with the blinds open and he's standing there just inhaling ketchup chips. And the heading said, Canadian people watching American news. And it it feels like that. So I am very sorry, but let's get you guys back on the right track with another old white male leader. But look, Kamala Harris. I could watch her getting in and out of planes every day for the rest of my life. So she's she's a lovely, intelligent brown woman. She's on the ticket and perhaps she will be president the next time around. I'll be dead by then, so you guys are going to have to just, you know, send me thoughts and prayers, let me know if she actually does get a chance. Okay. All right. Thank you so very much. Leave an iTunes review if you like. I would like you to do that. You can specify it's for this specific show. I'm sorry, what? Ah, okay. You have no fucking intention of ever leaving an iTunes review for this show ever. Like you'll leave it on my grave. Is that what you're saying? You'll leave it then? Okay. Sounds fair. Look, I'm pushing it. Clearly I don't deserve happiness. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Okay, if you need anything, changeofaddresspod at gmail.com. Friend me all night long. I mean, if you're into that. And here's the show. Bye. Okay, love you. Love you, mean it. Love you. Okay, no, I love you more. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. You know what's really good about a podcast is when there's like a lot of silence. Like, just non-stop silence. Anyway, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, fabulous. How are you? That didn't, that sounded sarcastic. I need to know more. Oh, you know, it's been a lazy Sunday for me. Not for others. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? You know what? I just want you to know that suffering's not a competition. Okay? Like, because I'm suffering. Like, you maybe feel tired right now. I'm sure you feel tired right now. Which is really sad. But I just want you to I... know that it's not a contest. Like, you can be tired with two cats... And I can be tired with two children that are just trying to get my blood pressure to go so high my heart explodes. And my old mom and her house and the things that she needs. But it's not a competition. Like, for example, I have a friend who lives in Florida. And she complained one time last year in February that it was chilly there. And that's okay because February here can get to like (laughs) minus 50. And if you and I, who work outside, don't dress properly... Our noses and fingertips will turn black and fall off. Best case scenario. Worst case, we die. Okay? But she's allowed 
to feel chilly in February in Florida because that's her experience. We can exist in our suffering in different ways on different scales at the same time without being in direct competition with each other. Do you see what I'm saying? Wow, Sandra, that's really fucking deep. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. Okay, sorry. Thanks for letting me go on that tangent. I have a couple things I'd like to clear up from the last episode we did. Oh, my. Uh, Yeah, I've been really thinking about it. And (laughs) the first thing I wanted to bring up is you talked about, um, remember the strippers put out the video, blah, 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 blah. And you were like being very supportive and you were talking about how strippers would like a healthcare plan and strippers... I hate myself so much. Striplers. (laughs) Strippers. I was thinking of nipples and stripper at the same time, and it came out striplers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Strippers would like to have a healthcare plan and a dental plan, and I made no jokes about strippers' terrible teeth, and I didn't say, dental plan, strippers need braces. And it's been crushing me ever since. I'm really having, I'm struggling with it because sometimes I hear myself say something and I'm like, oh my God, like what the fuck? Which part of my brain was turned off? Like, I can't believe I let that go. And the other thing I would like to clear up from last week, I have zero ability to answer a fucking question. I asked you, one of the questions we got on the Facebook page was about a crush, your first crush, yada, yada. And you answered it very succinctly. And you asked me, and I in turn rambled on about something that you didn't ask me. You, you asked me what my, if I ever had a male crush and I started telling you that I dated a guy once and it's like, those aren't the same. That's not the same question. Like what question was I answering? I mean, in a roundabout way. No. And I have an answer. I have an answer. I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to ask me again? Do you want to role play again? Sure. Um, okay. So, you know, I'd like to really know, did you have a male crush? When you were growing up, just because, you know, that's what society says that you're supposed to do is have a male crush. Did you have one, Sandra? Yes. Jordan Knight, <gasps> 11 years old. You did not. I, I thought about it because after because I have to listen to this and edit it and all this dumb shit. And I just hate myself so much because it's like too much me. Do you know what I mean? So I just I thought about it and I'm like, OK, there must have been a time where I was coming of age. I was... Can you imagine Dieter as happy as a little girl with my tiny little bosom? And I swear to God, I had a crush on Jordan Knight. I did. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But That's really funny just because I was a big New Kids in the Block fan. T- who was your guy? Wait, can I guess? Can I guess? Oh, please do. Okay, I'm going to guess Donnie Wahlberg. Very fucking good. Yeah, because you like the bad boy. Now, did you know anyone who liked... Who was the ugly one? Danny Wood. Did you know anybody who liked Danny Wood? Yes, I did, actually. Did she like Danny or John? I can't remember which one. Because, I mean, you know what? I see, I don't think of... Yeah, I guess, you know, out of, like, the whole... All of them, Danny wasn't, like, the best looking. I don't know if I would have picked you for, for a Jordan. I think I would have picked you for a Joey. Well, they both, they both look very feminine to me in retrospect. They both kind of have, if you closed your eyes and squinted a little bit, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jordan Knight, Joey, they all look like lesbians. So it's not so far-fetched. Oh my God. Have you ever looked at pictures of Jake Gyllenhaal beside Katie Lang? No, but I, I'm going to have to do that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I, I, you know what? It was a long time ago. So, like, look for ones when he's younger. 
there's a like kind of a really creepy resemblance because I because I said something once about uh, Jake Jen, Gyllenhaal being attractive and um, like this is years and years ago. Yeah, my sister pointed out that he looks like Katie Lang. So she said basically, in other words, you know, I was into a lesbian. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. What do you think about, like, what do you think Rosie O'Donnell was crushing on Tom Cruise for? Speaking of lesbians, when are we not talking about lesbians? Was she crushing on Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah, that was, like, her big thing. She had a big crush on Tom Cruise before she came out. But she didn't come out until after her show was over, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was, like, really weird. you know, again, it's because I think this is what, like, when you don't come out, assume that you're straight. So she just ran with it. Number one. Uh, number two, this is what society is expecting of you. True. That's it. Okay. You know, like you, uh, you know, and, and if you don't have a, you know, if you don't crush on somebody, I guess, you know, it's assumed. Like, I mean, how many times was it probably assumed that I was a lesbian because I was, you know, in my 40s and single? Oh, I have a, I have a very interesting question. It's about your asshole. Oh. How did your colonoscopy go? Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I go in there super nervous because the, the drugs kind of make me nervous just because I don't know what's going to happen. I, and that's really stupid. So I tell them this and um, I take the drugs. I get the drugs and the drugs were so fucking good. Again, as usual. <laughs> oh, Honestly, you know what? It is worth the pup. And getting a camera shove it up your ass for the drugs alone. Like, they're that good. What do you feel? Like, how does it make you feel? Like a cloud. A happy little cloud. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, this week about it. And all of a sudden, I was like, holy shit, I can't remember getting dressed. I can't remember getting dressed. I can't remember, um, you know, leaving. I can remember a couple of things when I left. And then, you know, just yesterday, I asked the person who picked me up and we went out for breakfast. I said, oh, my God, did I get meat with my breakfast? I don't remember eating meat with my breakfast. Sure enough, I had meat with my breakfast. <laughs> so I don't remember the breakfast either. So, Oh, it was good. I, I do remember the eggs. Oh, my God, that first meal is just like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and, and they were just, honestly, they were so good at the hospital. So very good. Um, like, they made, you don't want to say that they made the, the experience pleasant, but they made it as pleasant as they could. I actually ended up sending them a thank you card. Oh. How funny is that? Oh, that's wonderful. Well, how many people, how many times do they get thank you cards for a colonoscopy? Plus, the, the cover of the card said Keister Island. You know, <laughs> instead of Easter Island, and it had asses and legs up in the air. Oh, well, that is... Like, you know, like the Easter Island statues? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Easter Island? So I was like, this is so fucking perfect. I have to send this. <laughs> so, okay, see, thank you. Like, the fact that you're laughing at it, and, you know, I'm hoping it gets the same reaction from them. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Carter, for my colonoscopy. <laughs> well, it's very thoughtful of you, you know. My stone score. So it it went it went really well. I'm very disappointed that I don't have to uh, go for one for um, another 
five years. That's really disappointing. And, uh, oops, sorry. I'm in the hallway at home. And um, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, now everybody's going to know. Yeah, I'm disappointed because I, I have to wait five years. That's too bad. You five just... years without those drugs. Yeah. What could we do instead? Like, could I get you addicted to heroin? Do you want to try that? That sounds fun. I was going to say I don't like it going intravenously, but this goes intravenously. So, oh, fuck, man. I would be, I'd be an addict. I would be an addict for sure. If, if I found something that felt that good, I'd be in big trouble. Okay, let's not go looking for it. I'm just, I'm just pretty happy with desserts and chips. That's enough. Oh, That's yeah. Enough. That's addiction enough for me right there, too. Oh, uh, we had one more question that I forgot to ask you last time about your travel history. What is your travel history? Oh, God, that's like fucking quick and boring. Like nowhere. I mean, I've been to, I can count on one hand where I've been. I'm going to just assume that this person is from the States. So, hello, um, the lovely states I have been to, North Dakota, <laughs> which would be um, Fargo, Fargo, and um, Grand Forks. Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Funny looking. Margie. Margie, <laughs> need to eat drinks. Margie. And then I think we drove through like Michigan when I was a kid. So I probably, I think I used a porta potty there. <laughs> and then uh, Ontario, drove to Ontario from like one end to the other. Well, I've been to Regina, Saskatchewan. That's like the fucking, isn't that known as like the Las Vegas of the North? <laughs> and Alberta. <laughs> Which, you know, several places in Alberta, but, you know, saw the mountains. Yada yada. Very good. Very good. Okay, where do you yeah, want? Where do you want to go? Like, where's your? What's on your oh, bucket list? Pretty much anywhere outside the U.S. No offense, people, but yeah. Trump's got COVID, so you could potentially be going there sooner than later if you wanted to. <laughs> oh yes, he's got the COVID. I think I, I texted my my sister and said, "Oh, Trump's got Rona," and she was like, "What's Rona?" Oh fuck! <laughs> Look alive, lady. Come on. It would be so delicious uh, if he just fucking died of it. Like I know that's a terrible thing to say, but I don't care. Like it would just be so perfect. Oh, I, I just heard like you know like little buzzes and stuff like that. I think the NSA are are in our conversation now. We're not allowed to hope um, for someone's death. Like since when? Oh, did you see that on Twitter? Okay, what? so on Twitter, you cannot make obviously death threats. That's like a given. But, like, they actually put out a statement, like, you know, no wishing death upon people, no uh, no threats, no da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, oh, now that Trump has the coronavirus, people aren't allowed to say anything. But, you know, it's okay to, you know, send threats and want people dead, like, let's say, the, the, the squad with AOC, etc. It's okay to, you know, send them wishes of death. Yeah, they're women. They're fine. They're used to it. It's okay. Yeah, don't worry right. about that. Don't worry right. about that. Don't exactly. worry about that. So, um, you know what, though? I think, like, if he died, and I'm not... No, you know what? I would rather see him lose. I want him to die and lose. Him. Like, he would still be on the ticket. There's no changing that now, even if he's dead. I just read something where he would still be on the ticket, but they would have to, like, I guess, get somebody else to actually fulfill the role i don't know who that would be for real yeah i just read that i mean unless it was some kind of fucking joke on twitter which is also entirely possible that's interesting because i was i've been making jokes that um it would be mother 
you know, Pence's wife because, you know, he called her mother. So I said, you know, she'd be the one running the, the country. Well, really, she would. Yeah. Like Eleanor Roosevelt did. Right. Right. Because behind every man. And like Hillary Clinton yeah. did, really. Wow. Those are two smart people, though. It's not like, you know, Bill was stupid, but I'm sure that Hillary had a lot to do with keeping him. Well, I was going to say on the straight and narrow, but she didn't do that. Well, he was straight so, yeah, um, and narrow, but there was a very specific part of him that was straight and narrow, and uh, that led to a lot of these problems. I feel uh, like he suffered. That's that's a person I I really enjoy following is uh, Monica Lewinsky. She is really funny and really smart and very uh, symp- sympathetic and empathetic to you know basically anyone who gets dragged through shit in a very public way. She like is... oh, Chrissy Teigen. Oh my god. Here she puts out this super horrifically sad picture. And you have the people like the detractors. But then you also have the women coming out saying, that happened to me. And and there's like a lot of people who live in silence. for. And then there was women who were coming out saying, this happened to me 30 years ago. And I'm still not over it. So Chrissy Teigen had a miscarriage is what what happened to her. And she took photos. And uh, well, someone took photos, which... I don't know. I'm not taking a shot at her at all. I think that was a very vulnerable thing to do. And I think her doing it kind of took some of the stigma away. But I don't think I... Well, of course, I wouldn't want that. (sighs) Christy Teigen's been jumped on by fucking everyone. Like, fuck off. And, like, we're women. Should we not be united in this? Like, she's in it for the clicks. Well, maybe maybe she is in it for the clicks. I don't know. But this was a painful, traumatic, life-changing moment for her. And she was willing to share it to just the average woman and, who may have experienced it as like, well. Well, that's the thing. Like, why Why do we, being the people that follow her, why do we follow her? We follow her because she's real, because she's genuine. I think so anyway. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not something that I would do either, but, you know, we're also not in a position where we could really make a major effect. I mean, I'm just happy if, you know, I get two likes on a, on a tweet. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Apparently hospitals, though, do have, I don't want to say they employ photographers, (laughs) but they do have people who will take pictures for you, apparently, in situations of like, you know, where there is a stillbirth. Yeah, I believe she actually had a stillbirth. Right. What did I say? I said miscarriage. That's not right. No, you're right. Yeah, stillbirth. Sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, you know, they're very, they're very close. I mean, you're still losing a baby, right? Can you imagine, though, losing, like, a full baby? It was... I don't <sighs> know how far along she was, but far enough. Like, it's not like a like a first trimester thing. It's like a, it's like a formed being. What a fucking shit show. That was my worst nightmare when I was pregnant. That was... That would just be soul-crushing. <sighs> I don't know how people... That happened to my mom too. The ba- she was pregnant before me, and she had a and they call it incompetent cervix because of course it would be the mother's cervix's fault. Like it just it just happens. Oh, good like Lord. it opens up, and I think she was like five months, and she gave birth to a live baby, and it died shortly after. So I wonder oh. why she was so depressed all the time, right? Like fuck, that's just brutal. Did you ever talk to your mom about that? Yeah, she. I feel like she went through like a a few really deep dark depressions before they got her on. She on Paxil or something? Yeah, she had a real rough, like, 10 years. Which I think is partially why... I don't want to say I'm funny, but I try to, you know, shuck and jive for people to try to cheer them up if they're 
we both do it. I, I read something that like your personality is just your coping mechanisms from your childhood that have translated into adulthood. And who I think I heard Stephen Colbert talk about that too. Like he he had a mom who was quite depressed during his childhood, so he kind of would try to make her laugh, and that kind of formed who he his personality traits. That's really that you interesting. know, it's true. I'm I'm sure it's true. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we um, covered stillbirths and depression. So that's great. Yay! <laughs> we're really we're really uh, up today. We're really you know bringing people up. <laughs> is that what we're supposed to be <laughs> oh shit all right well that's 20 you know minutes what? yes oh that's it okay fine what like do you have anything else you'd like to say before i no i didn't actually oh. not really not, not really i'm good you, oh you're done you're done here just just whoever's listening if you're american please vote november 3rd we're counting on you you know it's really okay here but just to, just to do with that go on with the vote thing a lot of people, you know, a lot of organizations and um, like the NBA, for example, are, you know, doing a lot of pushing to vote. And, you know, we say go out and vote. But I know when we say go out and vote, who we're actually saying go out and vote for. You know what I mean? Biden? Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, I passed that? Right? Barely? Go out. We want to be like, okay, go out and vote, but make sure that you vote for Biden. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was just going to say, it's like, okay, I, um, you know, like there's a lot of people in areas who don't have the ability to get to where the voting stations are, especially in the U.S., um, where they have, you know, one voting station, one polling station for like 25,000 fucking people or more. Um, so I, I always thought in my mind, I'd like to be like, I have a car, you know, I'd like to go out and like pick people up, take them to the polling station. But then there's part of me that I'd like to know who they're voting for first so that I'm actually taking, <laughs> which is wrong. And I know that. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It should all be about voting. Yeah, but it's COVID. So you couldn't really. Well, I guess people take cabs. I mean, everybody could mask up and see and do it that way. But you don't live there. So I guess this is kind of. Moot yeah, point. it's kind of a moot point. It's yeah. just. But I would I would want to do that but only if they were voting blue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you voting for? Sorry. Can't take you. Bye-bye. Get, get the fuck out. GTF, as yeah. the kids say. GTF. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you so much for having me. I just, this has been a wonderful talk. I feel like we solved the world's problems in 22 minutes. And, um, yeah. Of course, that's all they need. Okay. Okay. Okay, go well, Have a great week. Also with you. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>